Championship Leadership Podcast. This is your host, Nate Bailey, and today I'm excited. We got an incredible guest from Phoenix, Arizona, uh, originally from Duluth, Minnesota. So uh, me being uh, in the state of Minnesota as well, had a little bit of a connection there, but incredible guest. We had a great conversation. He's been a 20-year finance industry veteran. He's a podcaster, a writer, a writer sought-after speaker, George Grumbacher is working to help people lead happier and more contented lives. He spent 10 years with the Fortune 100 company as an advisor, as well as in leadership positions where he impacted thousands of people and developed training curriculum. So today he is the president of Financial Consulting Professionals, the founder and chief community officer of Money Alignment Academy, and the host of the Money Savage podcast, which I'm excited to be a part of here very soon. He's also been honored to have then named as Investopedia's list of the top 100 most influential financial advisors. He was a Division One athlete. He's a husband to his wife, Emily, as well as a dad to James and Jack with two sons. So with that, I want to get it over to, to George here. But before I do that, there's an invitation. He's got a, a great program on, uh, to help you detox inside of your mind, body, and money. Go to strivedetox.com forward slash Bailey, B-A-I-L-E-Y, to get a 25% discount on his two-week boot camp that will help you to improve your life in not just the money area of life, but in mind, body, and money. So uh, definitely recommend you check that out. You can also check him out on Instagram as well as LinkedIn. And uh, with that, I will get you to our incredible interview in episode today, George Grumbacher. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to Championship Leadership Podcast. I'm excited. We got George Grumbacher from Phoenix, Arizona, uh, originally out of Duluth, Minnesota, as I found out. I'm living in Minnesota right now and grew up not too far from there, so small world, as always. Uh, but I appreciate you being here, George. Thanks so much for taking some time, my man. Yeah, super excited to be here. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I want to kick the conversation off just like I, I normally do with uh, the question on, you know, what 
championship leadership is the name of the podcast. What, what comes to mind for you or what, what does championship leadership mean to you when you hear that? When I hear championship leadership, you know, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool time. Uh, we're having this conversation in, yeah. uh, in, I think today's May 13th, but you know, when, 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 when there's no sports going on, but the yeah. world blessed us with this Michael Jordan documentary oh, or man, the, right? the, the last dance. So good. <laughs> Yeah. And, and, you know, I'm, I'm 41. And so I grew up watching him, yeah. you know, right through it, through all of this greatness. And so that's really, I mean, you talk about championship leadership and you're getting to see that behind the scenes look, and he's so candid about how hard he was on his teammates. Um, yeah. But he's like, Hey, you know what, if you want to win, this is the way I do it. If you don't, well then, you know, that's, that's, that's totally fine too, but you're not going to fit in here. So yeah, that's certainly what comes to mind for me right now. And when he did, holy cows, right? For sure. Savage, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, yeah, I love that. That's great. What, uh, well, tell us a little bit more about you. Tell, us, tell the listeners who aren't familiar, like a little bit about your background, your story, and really how, you, how you've gotten to where you are today, the path that you, you've taken to get where you are today and what you're up to your podcast yeah i appreciate that yeah so you mentioned i'm from duluth minnesota which if if you know, people are familiar with that it's up there in northern minnesota it's it's a beautiful little town super yeah. cold <laughs> and I grew, I grew up playing hockey because that was sort of an obligatory thing you sort of have to uh, you have to don't you <laughs> <laughs> being 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 that close to canada and, and everything yeah. else so uh but miraculously i, I became a tennis player you know i, yeah. I never felt like hockey was the perfect thing for me and somehow uh, got pretty good at tennis. And so that was a really one of the most defining thing for me as, as a kid, yeah. that was a huge identity for me and allowed me to really sink my teeth into it. And, you know, while, while there weren't a ton of great tennis players coming out of Northern Minnesota, um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I rose to a level where, um, it, it brought me to college. So I got a division one scholarship out of it and where at had a great experience there. I went to Valparaiso university. Oh, okay. That's in, so, uh, it's in Indiana. Indiana, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I've got a hard last name to say. I've got a, a tough college name to say. <laughs> uh, but, you know, played, so I played tennis for a long time. And, you know, looking back on what really prepared me and gave me the tools to be successful, I can really point to tennis. And you look at how, how, how we face adversity and when things don't go our way, which is all the time, how you respond to that, I think is, and you, you certainly know, um, is really going to determine how successful that you're going to be. And with yeah. tennis, you get an opportunity to have a, a, a new crack at it, uh, just, just every point. So right. if the last point went great for you, then that's great. It's time to move on. Or if it went terrible for you, it's still time to move on. Yeah. So you got to put yeah. whatever feelings behind you and just keep moving forward. And you know what? I, 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 I love athletes like Jordan and, and there's, there's a million of them, but tennis is an individual sport. It's kind of like yeah. a track team. Right. Um, yeah. but you know, there's only one person that you are relying on. It's, it's me to, to make it happen. And I'm blaming myself when things don't go right. And I'm, I'm happy yeah. with, with myself when, when they do, but it just taught me so many different lessons about hard work. And if you see where you want to go, if you have, you know, some kind of a model of, I, I, I want to be the best. Um, this is where I'm interested in going and you understand the steps and then you're able to actually execute and work hard to get there. Um, that's, that's one of the things that tennis really taught me. So 
And then yes. from there, um, I, I happened into the world of finance. You know, I, I was a political science major in college. I was like, oh, I'm going to go to law school. And not yeah. because I wanted to be a lawyer. I had no idea. Right. Zero. I, I didn't even know what lawyers did. So, <laughs> I think that you get to wear a suit. I think it's a, a respected profession and you can, yeah. can make pretty good money. Great. I guess I'll be an attorney. Yeah, yeah. But just got into sales, essentially financial sales right out of college. And, and now it's... Uh, this is my 20th year, I guess. It all sort of runs together. But um, so I've been a financial advisor for 20 years, done leadership and management for Fortune 100 companies. Over the past eight years, I've, I've owned my own financial firm. I have a real passion for uh, closing the behavior gap between what we intellectually understand we should be doing and then actually what we actually do. Fascinated by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so much crossover between diet and exercise and, you know, personal finance. It's so similar. So in an effort to do that, I've, I've, I've got a couple of different companies. I've got a, an online education company geared towards helping people get better at money. I do a, a daily podcast um, about personal finance, just trying to, trying to take difficult and intimidating and confusing concepts and, and make them a little bit easier to understand. So, so I got that stuff going on, man. And I'm a dad. Um, I'm a husband. I've been married to my wife for, I should be able to recall exactly how many years. <laughs> well, that's a good thing uh, got, if you can. That means yeah. it's been a long time, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's been eight years. <laughs> got a three and a half year old son named James and a seven month old son named Jack. So awesome, man. I'm a lucky yeah, guy. Yeah, absolutely. You know what you said? Um, you know, sometimes you know what you should be doing, but you're not, right? Like, mm. yeah, that's huge in money, right? For a lot of people. And it, it is so true. Like, there's so many parallels to people's uh, business or uh, physicality to their body, their nutrition. Like, yeah, I know what I should eat, but I don't always eat it, right? Or I, I know I should exercise and work out, but for whatever reason, I can't line those two up to, to do those. And uh, yeah, so that's an interesting correlation there. Yeah, 100%. It's, I mean, we are not at a loss or a lack of information, right? right totally. <laughs> it's like, gosh, you, you hop on, hop on, hop on Google, you use your Google machine and you Google best diet and holy yeah. cow, you might as well. I mean, it's like asking somebody what their favorite song is or whatever. It's like, holy cow, you're going to get yeah. tribalism and, and a million <laughs> different options and you de- uh, Google best exercise and you yeah. Google best, best way to invest and, it's just, we're just drowning in information yeah. Yeah. and I think really starving for wisdom right now. And the more people can cut through the, uh, cut through the crap and the noise, I think that's really what we're, what we're hungry for is how do I actually take this massive amount of information and make it digestible and usable so it's actually useful? Well, that is, you know, when you look or you think of championship leadership is I think those great leaders are the ones that are able to cut through all that noise and kind of shine a beam of light to, to get uh, recognized throughout all of the clutter. So how have you been able to do that? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great question right there. And I, I think you're 100% right. You know, Jordan was awesome, but you look at Phil Jackson too, how he was able to yeah. take these just crazy personalities and, and wonderful athletes and manage the league and manage the front office and the owner and, and the players and everything else. So for, for me, I, I've learned so much throughout my adult life, which is kind of, that's sort of, sort of sounds funny to say, uh, 
throughout my adult life um, through mentorship and having the ability to, to work with younger people uh, and then also having great relationships and great mentors in my life. And I think that really helps you to figure out how to effectively communicate with somebody that, so, so that they're actually going to listen, so that they're going to take the information and, 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 and use it. And so being, being vulnerable and not trying to sugarcoat things too much and just say, hey, listen. So for, so for example, whenever I'm in front of a room full of people or, or, or today doing a webinar, the first thing that I talk about is, hey, we're going to be talking about a lot of financial money stuff today. Rest assured, I've made most of the mistakes. Yeah, right. I've, I've, I've screwed up and done so many of these things. And so it's awesome. almost crazy if you don't, yeah. Yeah. right? If you're in your 20s and you don't do a bunch of dumb crap with money, <laughs> I mean, it's like, wow, awesome. Kudos yeah, to you. Right, Maybe right, you had right. an amazing parent, whatever. Yeah. So I think that being vulnerable, I always hesitate to say authentic, but that's certainly yeah. something that, that I hope that we're all working on. Yes. Um, so again, I'd rather be useful than brilliant. And yeah. so if I'm up there spewing a bunch of really smart stuff, but it's just washing over people and they're not absorbing it and it's not real, well then it's, it's a waste of time. So those mentor relationships that I've been fortunate to be able to, to, to give and then also to receive and just understanding the way that human beings want to sort of interact with one another, that's been extremely valuable. And I think that's really helped me to be a better leader and yeah. you know, to really to appreciate that I need to meet people where they're at you know, we're, 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 we're all on this journey. Some people are yeah. awesome at money. Some people suck at it. Some people are up yeah. to their eyeballs in debt. Some people are rich, right? Yeah. That doesn't mean they're good at money. Right. So um, just meeting people where they're at, I think is also extremely important. Absolutely. Yeah. Who are some of the championship leaders, coaches, mentors, maybe that have impacted your life and, and you know, how so? What's, what, what, what is it about them that, that you really has stood out and that maybe you've even taken in to help mold who you are as a leader. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I always really respond to, to energy mm -hmm. and I can point to a yeah. couple of people that I've met through the years professionally that when they walk into a room, they're just like electric. Like yeah. This guy or this gal, it's like, wow, they've got that it factor. Yep. And that's, that's not easy. I mean, right. I, I, I wonder if you can manufacture that. Uh, probably not. But I know that, it, that every one of those people was super intentional about it. Mm -hmm. It's that they're intentional yeah. about how they're showing up. Yeah. So now they're probably not that way 24-7, but when they are presenting or they are teaching or they are whatever, just leading throughout doing whatever they're doing, they were showing up, man. They were ready to go. They were yep. prepared and they were bringing it 100%. That that power of full engagement that, that I think that was Jim Lair. He wrote that book, the power of full engagement long time ago. So just it's, it's clear when, when, when you're meeting and, and working with somebody who really is in the role that they've sunk the, sunk their teeth into that they really are what they're doing. They're not just doing a job. It's, it's, they're just doing them, you know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yep. And so that, so it's, 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 it's a combination. It's people really being fully invested in the work that they're doing and then showing up every day and doing that. 
Mm-hmm. And that's not easy to do, right? The reason yeah. there's not that many people that do that is because it's really hard. Yeah. It's you got to do it when you're too. tired. Yeah. yeah. When you're feeling great about it. Because we can all do awesome when, when we're feeling good, right? <laughs> totally. Right. Stuff's going great. Oh, piece yeah. of cake. Yeah. Some things are not going great. Yeah. That's the other when 90% you, of the time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's like when Jordan, we're going to keep going back to this Jordan thing because it's top yeah. of mind. Perfect. When he came back after baseball, came back with what? It was 17 games left and they ended up yeah. losing to the Orlando Magic. And wow, that was the that. worst thing I had ever seen as, as, yeah, as, and he did just as did a not kid. look the same either. I remember it was like. And he called his trainer and the trainer was talking about, he's like, so, so normally Michael would take a little bit of time off, right? And so yeah. I, when I talked to him like right after the game, it's like, so, so when, when am I going to see you again? He's like, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, we are going back in tomorrow. Uh, cause I don't feel like it, but I know that I need to do it. And so showing up and, and, and being consistent, I'm just going to keep rambling here, but that's, you know, I think a lot of the time it's easier to point to people that, that, that have a lack of, of leadership and they, they aren't there for the people that they're leading. Um, and that's, you know, people, people look to you as a leader, as a champion to be there, to be mm-hmm. consistent and solid. And now, and now as a husband and a dad, more so. I mean, it doesn't, doesn't get any more real than that. Whether I feel good or not in the mornings or whatever, you know, the kid's still going to be on their schedule and they're still yeah. needing me to show up. So, yeah. How is, um, how is what you do and what you've been doing and working with the clients that you have and in the space that you're in during this, you know, during this time of the shutdown, the lockdown, COVID, like how has that impacted you and how have you, how have you shown up differently, if at all? Yeah. Time. Yeah. I appreciate that. And this is something I've been spending a lot of time thinking about. And I, I think, I think that you said it right. It's like, how, how am I showing up? And I think that that's a question I've been asking myself and then asking others, it's like, how are you showing up? How are you stepping up and showing up during this time for mm-hmm. the people that, 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 that need you? How are you doing that? And I, I thought, okay, what does the person who I would want to be looking to what, what does that person really look like? And I'd like to think that, that I I'm already leading my life that way as it is, but this is such a good opportunity. And obviously if you're not, if, if you're sick or you have loved ones that are sick, this is totally different. I'm not talking right. about you. Yeah. If you're in a position where you're not, and you're just being inconvenienced and I think you understand what I'm saying. This is an opportunity to, I think, really revisit the things that you're talking about. And yeah. I've been saying you got to revisit your perspective and revisit your priorities because this is going to happen again. Yeah. And your perspective on things, you know what? Things are bad, sure. But half of the world, half of the other earthlings live on less than $5.50 a day. That's a yeah. crazy statistic, but it's real. It's crazy. Yeah. Half the people on the planet live on less than $5 a day. So it's easy to get caught up. It's easy to not be able to see the forest through the trees, right? Mm-hmm. And perspective is a, is a photography term just for pulling back. That's what we need to do. And this is sort of a, this, this could be a reset. It's like, okay, is what I've been doing giving me the life that I want? Yeah. What's most important to me? And for me, it's, 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 it's making my shirt, making sure that my family is safe and secure. And so making sure that my finances are in order. And then it's making sure that, 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 that my body is strong and it's healthy. Yeah. You know, 
it's hard to know anything about this disease because it's, you know, just, it's hard. It's hard to know the facts. But it's clear to me that what is a fact is that if you have a strong immune system, that you will deal better with it should you get it. Yeah. And that means what kind of food am I eating? What kind of exercise am I doing? Yeah. So make sure that I got my ducks in a row from a financial standpoint so I'm not broke. I'm not living paycheck to paycheck anymore. Make sure that I'm healthy. This is the time to be, to be refocusing that and making sure that my lifestyle is aligned to what's most important to me. Yeah, you know, there's, I, was, I think it was Joe Rogan I was listening to yesterday and they were talking about it. And it's like one of the things that you're not hearing a lot of people talk about uh, is like, what could you do to like just prepare yourself or to maybe even potentially avoid this is to like just make sure that you're taking care of your body, that you are taking care of your immune system, you're rested, you're, you're working out, you're active, you're, you're healthy, you're not overweight. And if you are, like, what can you do to, to move forward from, from today, right? There's nothing we can do about the past, but what can you do from where you are right now? Uh, because most of it's just like, well, you know, social distance, stay in your house, wash your hands, and put a mask on. Well, like, no, what could they really be doing proactively to, maybe you can't avoid it, but like you said, so it, if or when I do, do get the coronavirus, you know, how can I set myself up for biggest probability to get through it? you know, the best possible way. So, yeah, that's right, man. And, if and that's true this, to life too, right? I mean, yeah. that's across the board. If not COVID-19, then the next one, mm -hmm. something else is coming. It might be the yeah. financial collapse. It might be, yeah. you know, <laughs> who the F knows what the next thing is going to be. Nobody does, but right. th that's, that's the whole point, right? It's what, it's what yeah. you're talking about. I need to increase it, increase my resiliency so that no matter yeah. what comes my way, uh, that, that I'm prepared and yeah. that I'm stepping up and making sure that my family is prepared too. And I don't care if you're a man or a woman, young or old, you can still be that champion and show up, step up and show up for the people in your community. Cause there's people right now that, I mean, it's awful. There's, there's older people that are so lonely right now yeah. and there's nobody in, no, there's nobody in, that, that they don't have anybody. And being lonely is the equivalent of smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah, absolutely. So there's people that, that need your help right now that are in your community. So pull that lens back. Mm -hmm. Revisit what's most important to me. And is what I'm doing in line with that? And if yeah. it is, that's awesome. If it's not, let's, let's make some changes. Right. Well, you talk, you know, increase the resiliency. What are, what's, what's the time for you, a uh, moment of resiliency? Uh, critical moment, turning points where, you know, had you made a different decision in that moment, it could be life could be look very differently. But of course, you know, I think championship leadership, vision, courage to make decisions in times of uh, difficulty when other people can't see maybe the same vision that you have and maybe even are trying to pull you back from, from you know, from that. And uh, is there a moment that comes to mind to you where you did make the decision you did, but it could have uh, looked very different for you had you not? Yeah, yeah. There's probably uh, probably quite a few of those. A million of those throughout my career. <laughs> yeah, throughout <laughs> throughout my career, I told you I started out at at a great big financial company, and yeah. I I pursued the management track with with that company. I just always thought that I was going to be a managing partner uh, with, within that organization, and so I, I pursued that. 
and it took me from Arizona to California. And in that situation, talking about a great leader who shows up every day, this, the person who was running the office was, 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 was the opposite of that, completely yeah. the opposite. Yeah. And I knew that I just was not going to be successful in that environment. And uh-huh. I was 28. So for the most part, you know, I'd been at it for a little while, but still very, very immature. And I made the decision to leave. So I, I resigned after a lot of success and went to another company. So that right there, you look back on that decision and it was based on principle. Could I have gutted it out? Probably, but that would have, I I probably would have recognized and realized my, at that time, goal and desire to become, you know, to, 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 to run an office. But now looking back on that, you know, some 12 years later, that that would have been awful. I would have been super unhappy with that, with that career path. I'm, I'm meant to be an entrepreneur. I'm meant yeah. to be able to forge my own way and yeah. to say whatever I want. And that would not be the opportunity within a fortune 100, <laughs> right. Within a fortune 100 financial firm, you can't say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So right. that was really a pivot point for me yeah, right there. Definitely. And, but just a million different sort of uh, adverse consequences with that from a financial standpoint and, emotionally and and so lots but mm-hmm. that was a huge decision and i'm certainly glad that i made it yeah and it's you know a lot of people wouldn't make that decision that's why i always love talking about those moments because many of the listeners are probably in those moments right now and it's scary and it's hard to make those decisions especially even at that young age you're having a lot of success you're on a you're on a good track maybe even a little bit comfortable and and to take that decision is could be a little bit risky depending on who you are. And of course now it works out, but we kind of want to know if it's going to work out before we make the decision. Right. And that's, that's the tricky part. <laughs> you don't get to know, uh, you know, it comes down to belief and having courage to make that decision. And so that's awesome that you, you did and, and you are where you are today. So. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've never lacked self-confidence. That's <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. never left, lacked a book. Well, that comes from, you know, I mean, division one athlete, uh, success, you know, I mean, all of the experience that you had competitiveness and, you know, I think that's probably a big part of it. I'm sure there's a lot of other things too, but. No, that certainly was the foundation of it. That and stupidity probably. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I love it. What, um, what's, what's your, what's the vision for you? Uh, um, what are you, where do you want to go? We're still young, right? And uh, still got a lot, a lot of game left in us. Uh, what's the impact you want to make? Where do you see yourself headed in the next short term, five years or so? Yeah, you know, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, and I, 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 I feel like I'm just getting started. I mean, yeah. I, I just I can't imagine ever, ever stopping work. Um, mm-hmm. Like, obviously, like, well, maybe it's not obvious, but want to be in a financial situation so that I can only do uh, what I want to do, but ton of work to do. I feel like I'm just getting started. Uh, you know, you know, I, I think that over the past couple of years, I started the, uh, I started my podcast in 2018 and that's been an opportunity for me to really find my voice. Yeah. Um, started writing, I think in 2016 again, just, just started blogging and now the opportunity to really be expressing myself through, through podcasting. I think that gave me confidence to then, start doing a lot more writing. It gave me the confidence to start um, 
my online financial education company. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's given me a lot of confidence to just recognize that, hey, there's you, you are an expert in this area. You can have whatever impact that you want to have. And if you, if I, if you had asked me that question when I was 35, I, I, I probably would have BS'd you and said, Oh, I totally, I can do that. Yeah. But now I, I really believe it. I believe that, that I have the ability to be uh, one of the most important voices in personal finance. And I think that, that the world and our country specifically needs more voices like mine. And so that, that's, that's what I, that's, that's my goal. I'm interested in becoming the most um, influential voice in personal finance. So I watch out Dave Ramsey, get the heck out of the way. I know, there's always going to be space for uncle Dave. I, <laughs> right. hey, uncle Dave uh, always got a seat at the table. I, the, <laughs> I, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I have all the respect in the world for Dave Ramsey. I mean, yeah, he's, yeah. he's the best. Right there is evidence, right? He's the most yeah. effective financial person in the world. He's not a financial advisor. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's not complicating things. He keeps yeah. it super simple, totally. but he has this profound and limitless impact on people. He helps people change yeah. their lives. So if I, you could model somebody, it'd be Dave Ramsey. Cause he's absolutely convicted in his message too. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's like, you can say what you want. You can argue with his philosophy all day long, but like you could also look at his results <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah. It's like Jordan, yeah. right? He believes yeah. it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, uh, what's, uh, having said all that, what are a few things that as we wrap this up, if you were to leave with these listeners today, uh, and then they were to implement into their life would help them move forward today. Yeah. I think, uh, I think just being super mindful of, of thinking about the version of yourself that you're really interested in becoming, who is the best, the best George Grombach or the best John Smith, whatever. Think about who that person is, that version of you. And if that's you right now, that's awesome. Do more. If it's not, well, then figure out that version that you want to become and then make it real. And so figure it out. Say, it's, I, I need to lose 15 pounds. Okay, how are you going to do that? When are you going to do it? Like what day of the week? What time? You know, actually make it real. Say, well, what's happening during that time normally? Okay, well, is this going to actually work? And then if it's for personal finance, if it's whatever, it's a better relationship with, with a spouse in the community, figure that out. The only way to answer those questions is to ask those questions. Mm-hmm. So ask what kind, of, how, what kind of person you want to be? How do you want to show up? And now is a great time to be doing that. Yeah. And then do the work and get started with it. Not going to be easy. Yeah. Times are going to get tough and you're going to feel like quitting. But yeah. when you do, just keep taking those small steps. And a year from now, two years from now, you're going to look back and you say, wow, I was flat broke. Now I've got five grand saved up. Or I was, you know, I was 20 pounds overweight. And now, now, I, now I, I run every day. I'm super healthy. Whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. Just figure out who you want to be and then get started with it. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. We remind the listeners again about uh, the, the boot camp program that you got available as well as just a few ways that we can follow you and, and, and find more about you and your message yeah. what you got going on. Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I launched the Strive Online Bootcamp in January and it's a two-week online, just, just like it sounds, a two, it's a two-week online bootcamp. The idea is to get your mind, body, and money right. So it does integrate all those. 
So I, I thought, you know what? People get sick of just me talking about money all the time and personal finance. Let's talk a little bit about how it is that I'm spending my time and my attention. So yeah. we detox that. Because I know, you know, we're all on social media too much and we're on screen yep. time too much. And then detox your body. So your diet and exercise program, let's just cleanse that. And let's detox our spending too. And mm-hmm. I think two weeks is a good period of time. It's not, it's not too little. It's not too much. Yeah. Uh, it's not easy. Um, right. So it's an online program. You can take it at home or if you're part of a company that has a great culture, companies do it together. So I'd love for people to check that out. It's strivedetox.com. And if you enter Bailey at the uh, at checkout, you get 25% off the program. So would love people to check that out. And also would love people to check out the podcast. Also, it's the Money Savage podcast and you know, find that I wherever that. you listen to podcasts. Great, so, man. Uh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, appreciate uh, Thank you. Thanks for coming on today and giving us some time. That's uh, been great. You, Nate. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't alright, I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable from my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for I'm gonna be a leader I'ma lead the way, cause I'm a firm believer We can do anything we want If I said it, then I meant it I probably already did it Consider it done If you need some inspiration, you should play this Championship Leadership Podcast Hey, Bailey Hey, babe.